0: You're listening to The Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiast, presented by me, Daniel Achterhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring, with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control, it's time for The Piston Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to episode 5 of series 2 of the Piston podcast recorded today on the 4th of October, it's October already, 2020. Today's a very exciting day because the new series, series 29 I think of Top Gear is commencing on BBC One. I'm sure when this podcast is out on the Monday morning you've already seen it, if not, well I'm not going to spoil it because I haven't watched it yet myself because I'm recording this podcast midday and Top Gear's on 8 o'clock tonight on the Telebox. So next week on the podcast, I'll discuss what I thought about the new series of Top Gear, new episodes, only one episode had been out at that time. So yeah, we're not going to talk too much about Top Gear this week, but next week is probably going to be packed full of Top Gear stuff. This week is very exciting because I am reviewing a Bentley, and it's a Bentley I've been in quite recently, filming for mine and my friend's YouTube channel All Things Auto, which you should definitely check out. I'm doing a top 10 list of Super GTs, and my way or highway this week is... In fact, I'm not gonna tell you, because you're gonna to have to stay tuned into this podcast. Very, very good podcast, the best podcast for the motoring enthusiast. Until later on when I will do my way or highway, along with other random bits of car conversation. would we'll just like to kick off with this, because cycling to school the other day, I spotted a very important car for the future of cars. I spotted a Volkswagen ID three. Now the ID three is called the ID three because Volkswagen think it's gonna be Basically, the third generation of their lineup because they think the Beetle was the first revolutionary Volkswagen, then it was the Golf, and then they think this, the ID3, is going to be the third most important car for Volkswagen's history. And who knows? We've still got yet to find out. It's, only, it's brand new still. And I saw one on the roads, and obviously, they're quiet because they're electric. But in terms of design and aesthetics, it looks wonderful. Some people think it looks a bit fishy. I think it looks tremendous, really. Um, it's quite tall, sort of makes use of its space a bit better than a Golf, I think. But I think it looks fantastic. Really, really good. And if you have an ID3 on order, you won't be disappointed, probably. Although I have heard some stuff about people complaining about the quality of the interior. So that's something I'm going to have to wait and see. And hopefully, soon I'll be able to go in an ID3 so I can review it for this podcast. But who knows? The future is exciting. Anyway, let's kick off some car news. This is the car news that has gone on in the motoring industry since I last spoke to you last Monday on the podcast, episode 4, when I reviewed the Xenos E10S. Wonderful car. First piece of news I have for you this week, listeners, is that Mercedes-Benz has revealed the first official video of the Vision AVTR in motion. Now, the AVTR um, Mercedes-Benz is their concept car that looks like it has, like, turbines as wheels and it's got little honeycomb things all over it and literally no doors. It looks really weird. Um, It's one of them concepts, it's not going to happen, or if it does happen it's going to look nothing like the concept. But, fair enough. They've managed to get the concept actually in motion, which is, you don't get it a lot. They sort of just build the car. Don't put an engine in it and just show it off, which is pointless in my mind. ABT has given the Audi Q5 T S F I E Quattro. It's a long name. A crazy aero kit and power bump. ABT or ABS is what it. What he? AB. I think it's ABT, isn't it? It's not apt. because that'd be quite weird. But ABT is just wonderful for that. They're just. They're a bit of a godsend to Audi because they managed to give an already fast car a lot more power. It's just yeah, pretty wonderful. Um, Carver Cargo. It's a leaning. Um, Mean Cargo Carrying Machine. Um, That's an unusual title. So this is the new Small Electric Cargo Carrier uh, which will apparently carve its way into your heart. Now it sort of looks like an Arpe Piaggio, which is sort of the three-wheeler van thing that they made back in the olden days. Um, A bit like a tuk-tuk as well, I suppose, but it's interesting. Three-wheeler again, uh, sort of... Yeah, it's weird. You can have to search up, really. Uh, It's unusual. It's the Carver Cargo. Have a look on Google. Holden V6 used to power water pump for Platypus Swamp at Wildlife Sanctuary. So, a, uh, a Warawong Wildlife Sanctuary in the uh, Adelaide Hills has opted to use the big V6 as it's more powerful and reliable um, than the solar pump they used before. It's unusual. So, Holden V6 engine is now being used to power water pump for a Platypus Swamp. There we go. It's unusual. Obviously, Holden is no more, in Australia anyway. It might be everywhere. I'm not really sure. Polestar has recalled all of its new sedans, uh uh-oh, due to a software glitch. It's not what you want an electric car, really, is it? Not good. So, the Swedish brand has recalled all of the Polestar 2s, which are great cars, due to a mysterious breakdown that literally all of them are having. That's a bit worrying, isn't it? Not too good. Bad mark for Polestar there. Ford has discontinued the production of the Mustang Shelby GT350, um, but the Shelby GT500 and the Mac 1 will continue their careers, um, so they'll still be on sale. But I saw this in the news. It is a shame. Rest in peace, the Mustang Shelby GT350. It's a shame. I've driven a Mustang GT, and wh- whenever you're driving any Mustang, if you know it's a Mustang, you're going to feel cool instantly. You almost feel like you need to be chewing some chewing gum. But there we go. There's an opinion here, um, it it says, Cadillac are heading in the wrong direction. Do you think this is true, or do you think this is false? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Tweet me, or Instagram me, whatever you like, at DanielCars05, or you can email your thoughts at thepistonpodcast at gmail.com, Has its own email now, it's very posh, very professional. Just let me know, and if you have any other car conversation you'd like me to talk about, or cars you'd like me to review, or... Just any dilemmas or stories you have, funny, anything car-related, or if you'd like to be a guest, do get in touch. Love to hear from you. Um, A pack of Porsches have been pulled over in Colorado, and all ten get tickets. So, the Porsche group were out for a brisk mountain drive, and then they got in trouble. for Driving a little too brisky. So, there's a Porsche Macan, 911, uh, Taycan, Taycan, 911. God, that's not good, is it? A load of Taycans. And McCann's, actually, weirdly. All got tickets. Not great. It's good for the Colorado Constabulary, though, isn't it? It's very good. The BMW M8 Coupe and Convertible are no more. That is quick, isn't it? They didn't build many of them. The M8 Coupe and Convertible won't make it to the 2021 model year. Shame. This is, fa- this. I would say this is fantastic news, this is more interesting news. Volkswagen are considering the future of Lamborghini and Ducati. Now, you may have heard in the news that Bugatti have sold Rimac, sorry, they've sold Bugatti to Rimac. Um, now, a lot of people are frowning like, oh no, oh no. But if you think about it, if they would have carried on with Volkswagen, they would have carried on with petrol engines. And there's only so much you can do with an engine car, and they seem to have done everything. So, at some point in the future, they will have to move to electric, as with all car brands. And so, I believe Rimac is sort of the perfect brand to help them with that, so I support that. But Volkswagen is also considering selling Lamborghini and Ducati, so that's massive news because VW is quite big for Lamborghini and Ducati, ducati motorcycles, Lamborghini cars. Now, the reason behind this, I thought it was, and it was, is Volkswagen need a lot of money to help with their electric car future and infrastructure. So, they're selling a few few of their brands. I think they need to make something like 260-something billion or million. It's a lot of money anyway. So, they're selling these two car brands. So, farewell, um, I think. Lamborghini Ducati from VW. It's going to be an interesting future, I think. Summer lives on with the new convertible Mercedes-AMG E-Class E53. So, here it is. It's the E53 E-Class, but it's a convertible, and it's one of them four-seater convertibles, a bit like the Golf convertible. Uh, It's unusual. I I I thought people got over them a bit, but you know what? Fair enough. I've been at quite a few Vauxhall Cascadas, which is the, the old Vauxhall... Uh, convertible that Vauxhall used to make, and I loved them. There was something about it, this was when I was quite young, but I just absolutely loved them. Great things, just because it's a convertible and you feel so cool. Um, I think we'll move on from car news for now. We'll come to it probably later on. If not, don't shoot me. Um, Last Tuesday was my birthday. I am now 15 years old. I'm still set with the challenge of going through all of my bios and websites, changing my age from 14 to 15. I would like to thank you all listeners, and everybody for wishing me a happy birthday. I had a wonderful day. It was at school, but it was all right. My physics teacher played a song called Happy Birthday, Dan, in front of the whole class. Uh, my English teacher got me a present, some sanitation, wipes. That so was funny. Uh, you got to be there in the moment. But yeah, I had a good day. A lot of messages on Twitter, which was nice. It was greatly received, so thank you for that. And here's to the next year being 15. Hopefully i get loads, loads of podcasts and articles and YouTube videos done. And it'll be a bit better than being 14, because it's been a bit of a naff age, hasn't it? Because of lockdown and other stuff. Uh, But there we go, we've got the panda and the racing bike, so maybe not too bad. Right, I think we should get straight on with the Piston Podcast Pick of the Week. Which, as I said, this week is... Drumroll, please. It's the Bentley Continental GT. Now, I went in one the other week. Me and my friend Matt reviewed it for our YouTube channel, All Things Auto, which is great. Uh, I've said it again. It's just wonderful. Go subscribe, or else I'll send a policeman to your house. And we, we we were very, very luckily given the chance to have a go. Uh, sorry, have, sit down and have a ride out in the Continental GT. Uh, this is a new one, and oh my word, was it amazing. This is a review. I'm going to give it um, a 5 out of 5 straight away. I'm going to... Get that done now. Price it starts at £151,800. Engine you have a choice between a 4 litre V8 or a 6 litre W12. Me and Matt went in the 6 litre W12, which produces 626 brake horsepower compared to the 542 brake horsepower you get in the 4 litre V8. It's all wheel drive, although it can send more power to the rear or more power to the front. It's variable. Comes with an 8 speed auto gear. Depending on what model you get, the V8 770 Nm or the W12, 6 litre engine, 900 Nm of torque. That is an awful lot, isn't it? It's not awful, it's just a lot. MPG is around 20 to 23 MPG, which is hardly surprising. suppose it's alright really for an engine that size. 0 to 16, around 3.6 seconds, but oh my word, does it feel quicker? Top speed 207 miles per hour. That's like faster than a Lamborghini Hurricane in a Bentley Continental GT. That's just bizarre, isn't it? It weighs 2.4 tonnes, it's very heavy, it needs to be though. NCAT rating 5 star, CO2 emissions, it can range between what what car you get actually, what engine, uh, between 270 grams per kilometre or 308 grams per kilometre. Obviously 308 being the W12 and then 270 being the V8. Uh, It's a four-seater, two doors, obviously with a coupe GT car, you would expect the rear seats to be impossible, but, to be honest, they weren't that bad. Headroom, there is enough, legroom, uh, it's iffy, I wouldn't want to do a long journey, but to be honest, it's fine, I mean, you could survive an hour in the back of a Continental GT, average sized human, it's alright really, it's fantastic. Other pieces of random info, road tax is £475 per annum a year which is ridiculous, but then again, the Panda's £200 a year, I think, for road tax. So, yeah, it's a pretty bonkers car. We did a few launch controls, cheekily, because it was late in the evening along the bypass, and you build up the revs, and then you lift off the brake, and your head gets planted into the headrest. I got forced into the back, um, and Matt was in the front, because I was filming. And, wow, wow is all I'm going to say. What a weird experience for a car that heavy. Two and a half tonnes to be accelerating in, what was it, 3.6 seconds. Really weird. If this car isn't for you, then rivals consist of the Aston Martin DBS Superleggera, Rolls-Royce Wraith, and some of the other cars I'm going to talk about in a few minutes' time. Pros and cons. Pros, it's quick, it's comfy, and it's a Bentley, which just says a lot, doesn't it? You're driving a Bentley, so of course it's going to be nice. Cons, the price. It is a lot of money. Cons, seatbelts. Now, I've written this down because... A good thing about the seatbelts, it's got one of them seatbelt deliverer systems, which means it sort of sends it forward for you to grab. But it's just that thing, when you accelerate, it sort of grabs hold of you, like strangles you, and it can do it so suddenly with the slightest acceleration. Not my cup of tea. Luckily, you can switch it off, so it's not really a con. Um, And then the last con is the seat inflation. When you sit in the car... These seat bolsters and everything will just literally absorb around your body which to be honest I'm not a big fan of because you sit in the car and the seat just sort of moulds into your body shape and I just find that a bit bizarre you don't want the seat to be moving around you really so I don't know I'm, I'm not massively keen on that but again it might be something you can switch off hopefully it is but if the Bentley Continental GT isn't for you and you want another car which is maybe more expensive or cheaper then I'm going to give you a top 10 list of the super GT cars that are on sale at the moment. And as a warning, there's a lot of Aston Martins in this list. So if you don't like Aston Martins, then tune out for a few minutes. Kicking off at number 10 is the Aston Martin Rapide AMR, which I think is Aston Martin Racing, um, which is very nice. And number 9 is the McLaren GT. At number 8 is the Mercedes-AMG S63 Coupe. And number 7 is the Mercedes-AMG GT 4-door. And number six is the Ferrari 812 Superfast, which means it's super fast. I can tell you something, actually. With the DBS Superleggera and the 812 Superfast, obviously Ferrari is Italian, Aston Martin is British. Superleggera means super light, I think, and Superfast means super fast. So the Italians wanted to use an English word, and the British wanted to use an Italian word. It's very nice. And number five is the Rolls-Royce Wraith. And number four is the Ferrari Roma, which is funny. I'm not a big fan of how it looks. I don't think um, it's one of them cars I'm not really too keen on. But then again, I'm not sure. And number three is the car in question, the Bentley Continental GT. And number two is the Aston Martin DB11 AMR, again another AMR. And at number one, it's another Aston. It's the Aston Martin DBS Superleggera, which is probably my favourite on the list, weirdly, um, or the Bentley. I'm not too sure, but I've seen a few DBS Superleggeras now because there's, there's like two living near me, weirdly, and. I'm going to say this, it is one of the most beautiful new cars, I think, on sale. It's just so, so nice-looking. And it's V12, I think. It's just a pretty wicked car. Now, you have one of these cars, probably. Um, Or if you're like me, sobbing, can't afford one. Then you want somewhere nice to drive it, which leads me on to the next segment, which is My Way or Highway. So My Way or Highway is a segment, if you're unfamiliar with it, where you can either take My Way, which is the road I talk about, or you can bog off and take the highway. Um, which is, I, I put that lightly. So, this week, my way, or highway is known as the Black Mountain Road, although the road is actually called the A4069, but it's not very catchy, is it? So, it's known as the Black Mountain Road. Very nice. And it links Langdog, Langadog, or Clangdog, or whatever they say at the Welsh, to Upper Brinderman, uh which, <laughs> which is unusual. And that is located in Carmarthenshire. In Carmarthenshire, yeah, in Wales, and it's 14 miles long. It's known as it's it's actually known as one of the UK's best driving roads. So if you like driving, it's the best road. It travels through the Brecon Beacons National Park, and it's used by 462 vehicles per day, which is not a massive amount really for a road. So you have one of them cars, you want somewhere pretty to drive it. My way is the Black Mountain Road in Carmarthenshire, or however you say it. So go there, or if you don't, then just take the highway. The M6 is probably blocked, but, you know, take that if you're a bit of a grump. Yeah, that's it. I think we should head back into car news for a little bit, because I've accidentally munched through all of my facts, um, and we're only about 18 minutes into the podcast, which always seems to happen, but oh well. So, more pieces of car news. Uh, What is there? BMW has been fined eighteen million dollars for reporting incorrect sales figures. Oh no. Oh. So BMW allegedly have been inflating their sales numbers and kept a stash of unreported sales. That is not good. So they've tried to been they're trying to be Oh, that's terrible. They're trying to be they're trying to um what's the word? They've been trying to um, big up their brand by saying that they've spent their money, and they've sold cars when they haven't, so they're liars. Renault have been lying as well, I think, with their emissions on their new cars, not too good. Say hello to the Hopian Machina, which is the first hydrogen luxury sedan. The limousine will arrive in 2026. Weird. Yeah, weird car. Hydrogen. Talking of hydrogen, there's a new Toyota Mirai out, and it looks fantastic. If you're unfamiliar with the old Mirai, James May has one, and it's a hydrogen fuel cell car. It's like a lifted, more posh Prius, but there's a new Mirai out, lovely name Mirai isn't it, it's just nice, M-I-R-A-I, and there's a new Mirai out, and it's sort of like a luxury sedan, and it looks fab, on the outside and the inside, it looks a bit like a Lexus, but we'll forget that, the interior is just sublime, it's so nice, it's a lovely place to be. Um, Although I've never been in one. But the problem is, it costs about £80,000. It's a lot of money. And that's mainly because of the hydrogen fuel cell technology. It's just not there yet. Not as far as electric cars are doing at the moment. So, yeah. Euro NCAP has launched highway assist system tests. So, it's when they test out the highway assist systems. So, the European New Car Assessment Programme has launched a second series of tests for assisted driving technologies along with a grading system. So, Uh Uh-oh, if if you're a car company that makes cars with assistant safety pack things, you're going to get judged, I'm afraid. Acura has launched the RDX PMC edition, and it looks awesome, as it says here, courtesy of drivetribe.com. And it does, you know, it does look really nice, actually. It's in an orange and black colour, the picture I've got in front of me. And it's very impressive, really quite nice, actually. So well done to Acura. Even though not many people know what Acura is, I mean, I don't really know anything about them, so there we go. General Motors is investing $71 million in two Ohio manufacturing plants. Interesting. The 2021 BMW 4 Series convertible will only be available as a soft top, so no hard top. Um, And it also turns out the new front grille isn't the only controversial thing that BMW did to the 4 Series. Obviously, the other one being the roof. Um, But then again, I'm going to come back to this. I've talked about it like every week for the past month. The grill on the new four series and three series, I don't mind. Um, I'm, I, I see why people don't like it. It's a bit of a, it's a bit gopping, isn't it? But when people start seeing them on the roads, I think they're going to soon change their mind. Looks really quite decent, so I'm going to say well done to BMW for that. So there we go. Move away from that. No Time to Die, which is the new James Bond film, has been delayed again to 2021, and it says here there really is no time to die. <laughs> Funny. France has increased the malice for 2021 with a maximum tax raised to €40,000. So, it will increase even more in 2022. So, taxes going up, apparently. And there's a picture of a lovely Peugeot. I think it's a 408 or something. One of the SW ones, the estates. They just look so beautiful. Better looking than the Audi A4. I'm going to say that with confidence. Really, really nice. Lotus has won, won the government funding for the new EV platform. So the company will develop an all-new electric car platform with the support of the government. How fantastic is that? Well done to Lotus. We need Lotus because we've, we're losing a lot of our car companies at home in the UK, aren't we, really? It's a bit of a disaster. The cute Kyo Chira Moyai Helps you see the road with X-rays. That's an unusual name. Probably pronounced it really wrong. So yeah, it seems a bit like Superman. It uses X-rays, and sort of sees through people. It doesn't drive through them. But there we go. Weird. Um, this is very sad news. I'm going to pay tribute to a very um, special man, uh, and he is the Muscle founder uh, Zef. I'm probably say this wrong. Uh, Zef Eisenberg, and he has. a terribly died attempting to break the speed record at Elvington Airfield. Um, And he was trying to break the British land speed record. And I think he was driving a Porsche, although I'm not sure. Um, No, I think I'm wrong. He was driving a weird motorbike thing. But yeah, he died, unfortunately. That's one of the things that happens with land speed records. It is a massive shame. But what an achievement. And I saw a post, and it was um, somebody uh, sending best wishes, rest in peace. Um, And posted a picture of it and said you left your marks, and I just thought, oh, that's really quite nice that his marks are still there and he just won't be forgotten on the Elvington airfield. So there you go, rest in peace to Zef Eisenberg, a uh, very, very special man indeed. Um, the XQ60 monograph, uh, which is Infinity's impactful homecoming car, um, it looks really quite nice. I've got a picture here, it's in gold. Um, I don't know why, some some of the more unpopular car brands are making such lovely looking cars at the moment. It's nice, really, really nice. By the way, the new Acura that I just talked about before, it's going to be revealed on October the 14th, which is in, God, it's not long, is it? Ten days. Um, so, there you go. Um, so, it, it it's actually a 2021 prototype, so it's going to debut, sorry, on the 14th of October. So you'll be able to buy one then, but there you go. Um, there's a new. This we're going to talk about watches. There's a new Bond 007 watch that doesn't cost a fortune, and it's called the new Swatch 2Q Skin Irony. What? That's a nice name. But yeah, it looks quite nice. It's sort of the see-through, where you can see the cogs. I like them watches. I love watches. It's just good, isn't it? Lamborghini has teased the open-top track monster, uh, which is the answer to the Elva and the Aston Martin Speedster. Um, And it's sort of like an Aventador with an open top. That's weird. It looks really weird. Um, But there we go. I'll have to wait and see for that, I suppose. Ford is to offer a manual window wiper. Oh, yes. In the 2021 F-150. Yes, I've just read that right. Ford are doing manual window winders um, in the 2021 F-150 pickup. I love that. I love manual winders for windows. don't know why. It's just nice. Different, isn't it? Great, 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 great. Fantastic news. Suzuki are to manufacture micro-plastic collecting devices for motors. So, Suzuki have just invented the world's first micro-plastic collecting device for outboard motors, and they plan on manufacturing it. Fantastic, don't know what that means, but we'll jog on anyway. The new Toyota Hilux and the all-new Hilux um, Mako land in New Zealand, literally. So, the Toyota Hilux is back. While it may look the same as before, there is more than meets the eye, especially as the range now contains a Predator. Interesting. It does look nice. The Hilux has just always been a tremendous vehicle, hasn't it? And this new one is no excuse. It looks wonderful. And it's got all of the plastic trim on it, sort of like to... It's sort of to battle the Ranger wild track that Ford do. And I'd rather go for the Toyota. Wonderful thing. Really, really, really good. Toyota-backed company successfully tests flying car. Wow. Although I don't see the point with flying cars. Uh, last year at Goodwood, I got invited into the Future Lab and saw one of the first flying cars. And I can't help but think, what is the point? This new um, flying car that Toyota have sort of backed up is called the SkyDrive. And it hopes... That's a very imaginative name, isn't it? And it hopes to put a model into production in three years. Um so there we go. But I don't see the point. If you wanna drive on the road, get a car. And if you wanna fly then go to a plane because thing is, you can't actually drive on the road and take off on the road when you see a bit of traffic. You have to drive to an airfield. So I can't help but thinking, for the money you're gonna be paying, why don't you just buy a car, buy an aeroplane, drive your car to the airfield, park the car up and get into an aeroplane instead of driving your car and taking the car off into the sky. I dunno, it's just a thought, people, but there we go. Um, now, I've got a picture here. This is the 2020 MG ZST, and it's been driven by drive tribe, uh, and they they quite like it. The MG motor has launched its new ZST compact SUV, and, um, yeah, it, it looks really nice. It's been launched in Australia and other places. MG are really looking good at the moment, but I just can't see it being reliable long term. I'm not sure. I may be completely wrong, but that's just my only worry, really. Anyway, I think we're going to call it a day, there because... I, this afternoon, am going out on my racing bike with my friend Matthew, who's been on the podcast various times, and we're going on a big long bike ride uh, to a place called Cock Lane. Very imaginative name. Love it. It's great. Filming a YouTube video, so it'll be out on all things auto, hopefully soon. I think we are anyway. And we might stop and pay a visit to our old Toyota Yaris, which is sold, but I know where it is. (laughs) So there we go. I thank you for listening to this week's podcast. Remember, there is a new Piston podcast out every single Monday. Uh, at midnight, so you can stay up Sunday night if you want to, after you've watched Top Gear. So, thank you for watching. Stay safe. Remember, you can follow me on social media at DanielCars05. Subscribe to the Piston Podcast. Share it. Like it. Blah, blah, blah. Do everything you can. Leave a positive review. And I will see you next week. Goodbye. You're listening to The Piston Podcast, the motoring podcast for the motoring enthusiast, presented by me, Daniel Acterhouse. Listen whilst folding washing, doing your day-to-day commute, or even whilst you're faffing around trying to change your exhaust. Whatever you're doing, I promise to make your day a little less boring, with some fun and interesting motor talk. Anyway, engage launch control, it's time for The Piston Podcast.